0: Hey guys, I've been talking a lot the last couple weeks about the Holy Spirit and the workings of the Holy Spirit, but today I want to talk specifically about when you receive the Holy Spirit. And we're going to be in Ephesians chapter 1, and we'll pick up in verse 13, but I encourage you to go back and read this chapter on your own, because um, it, it has a lot of great uh, things to say, uh, but for time's sake, we're going to begin in verse thirteen. It says, "In whom you also trusted, after that you heard the word of truth, and the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest inheritance, unto the redemption of the purchased possession, unto the praise of His glory." So we see the progression here. You trusted after you heard the word of truth and you heard about the gospel of their salvation, just like how any other person gets saved. After you hear the gospel message and you trust in that, you trust in the finished work of Jesus, then you're sealed with the Holy Spirit. In this verse 14 where it says, uh, which is the earnest of our inheritance, Do you know what it means to put something up as earnest? I'll give you an example. If you go to buy a house, you will give the seller earnest money. And that is like your promise that you're serious and you're going to go through with the sale. The Holy Spirit is like God's earnest money. That's his promise to us, the promise that we are going to receive the inheritance of heaven someday and i just think that's amazing he couldn't uh he couldn't give us heaven right now he can't give us our glorious eternity right now but instead he says i give you my own holy spirit as this promise and a great example of this is in acts chapter 10 and we're going to be beginning in verse 42 and this is the apostles talking and he's speaking to a group of people here, and it says, And he commanded us to preach unto the people, and to testify that it is he which was ordained to be the judge of the quick and the dead. To him give all the prophets witness, that through his name whosoever believeth in him shall receive the remission of sins. And while Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision which believed were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles was also poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. The moment they heard the word and they believed, they received the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now I've had quite a few people tell me that this was. Hey guys, I've been talking a lot the last couple weeks about the Holy Spirit and the workings of the Holy Spirit, but today I want to talk specifically about when you receive the Holy Spirit. And we're going to be in Ephesians chapter 1, and we'll pick up in verse 13, but I encourage you to go back and read this chapter on your own, because um, it, it has a lot of great uh, things to say, uh, but for time's sake, we're going to begin in verse thirteen. It says, "In whom you also trusted, after that you heard the word of truth, and the gospel of your salvation. In whom also, after that, ye believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest inheritance, unto the redemption of the purchased possession, unto the praise of His glory." So you see the progression here. You trusted after you heard the word of truth and you heard about the gospel of their salvation, just like how any other person gets saved. After you hear the gospel message and you trust in that, you trust in the finished work of Jesus, then you're sealed with the Holy Spirit. In this verse 14 where it says, uh, which is the earnest of our inheritance, you know what it means to put something up as earnest? I'll give you an example. If you go to buy a house, you will give the seller earnest money, and that is like your promise that you're serious and you're going to go through with the sale. The Holy Spirit is like God's earnest money. That's his promise to us, the promise that we are going to receive the inheritance of heaven someday. And I just think that's amazing. He couldn't, uh, he couldn't give us heaven right now. He can't give us our glorious eternity right now. But instead, he says, I give you my own Holy Spirit as this promise. And a great example of this is in Acts chapter 10. And we're going to be beginning in verse 42. And this is the apostles talking. And he's speaking to a group of people here. And it says, And he commanded us to preach unto the people, and to testify that it is he which was ordained to be the judge of the quick and the dead. To him give all the prophets witness, that through his name whosoever believeth in him shall receive the remission of sins. And while Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision which believed were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles was also poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. The moment they heard the word and they believed, they received the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, I've had quite a few people tell me that this was an isolated incident, And you're mainly going to hear this from people who tell you that you have to be baptized to be saved. They will maintain that you don't receive the Holy Spirit until after baptism, or as some other religions might say, communion, and so on and so forth. But these two verses that I've read clearly tell us that you receive the Holy Spirit when you believe, when you put your faith and trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ. And let's keep reading, because this scripture explains itself. Verse 46, For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then answered Peter, Can any man forbid water, that these should not be baptized, which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? Peter's like, hey, these people just received the Holy Spirit. I'm like, we need to go and baptize them. Because you get saved before you're baptized. You receive the Holy Spirit before you're baptized. And those people who want to tell me that this is an isolated incident, there's some problems with that. Number one, you're going to tell me that God gave unsaved people the Holy Spirit, He gave them the gift of tongues, and they went around praising God? That doesn't sound like the actions of an unsaved person. And as we just read, the Holy Spirit is our earnest. It's the promise of our inheritance. Why would God arbitrarily give that to unsaved people? It doesn't make any sense. It's completely contrary to the scripture that we just read in Ephesians. And let's keep reading down to that last verse. In verse 48, it says, And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then they prayed, Him to tarry certain days. After you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, you should absolutely be seeking out a scriptural New Testament church and following Christ's example in baptism. But it is not the thing that gives you the Holy Spirit. I'm going to stop right there for today, and we will come back around to this topic at a later time. If you have questions, comments, Uh, write them below. You can send me a message. I'd love to talk with you. And until next time, God bless. was an isolated incident, and you're mainly going to hear this from people who tell you that you have to be baptized to be saved. They will maintain that you don't receive the Holy Spirit until after baptism, or as some other religions might say, communion, and so on and so forth. But these two verses that I've read clearly tell us that you receive the Holy Spirit when you believe, when you put your faith and trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ. And let's keep reading because this scripture explains itself. Verse 46, For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then answered Peter, Can any man forbid water, that these should not be baptized, which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? Peter's like, hey, these people just received the Holy Spirit. I'm like, we need to go and baptize them because you get saved before you're baptized. You receive the Holy Spirit before you're baptized. And those people who want to tell me that this is an isolated incident, there's some problems with that. Number one, you're going to tell me that God gave unsaved people the Holy Spirit He gave them the gift of tongues, and they went around praising God? That doesn't sound like the actions of an unsaved person. And as we just read, the Holy Spirit is our earnest. It's the promise of our inheritance. Why would God arbitrarily give that to unsaved people? It doesn't make any sense. It's completely contrary to the scripture that we just read in Ephesians. And let's keep reading down to that last verse. In verse 48, it says, And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then they prayed him to tarry certain days. After you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, you should absolutely be seeking out a scriptural New Testament church and following Christ's example in baptism. But it is not the thing that gives you the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to stop right there for today, and we will come back around to this topic at a later time. If you have questions, comments, uh, write them below. You can send me a message. I'd love to talk with you. And until next time, God bless.